and welcome back to Pop Topic. We're here to discuss the last week of January 2021, and to help kick everything off here, we have my co-host, Tristan Phillips, and how are you doing today? Doing great, man. How are you doing? I've been doing well, just watching movies. I got a chair for my birthday present from the parents, so I built that, so now I'm not sitting on a folding chair. That's exciting. Oh, there you go. Yeah, how about you? What's new with you? Not much. Still sitting on the same old couch. Not much is new. Not much at all. Yesterday, Tristan watched a fighting game or a fighting boxing UFC thing. Uh, you know, not not really my thing, but today they released the trailer for Godzilla vs Kong, and that's the that's the fight we care about more. That's the real fight I'm excited for. UFC can kiss my ass for all I care. Godzilla vs Kong is where the money's at. All right. This is going to be the greatest fight of the century. Yeah. They should do betting for that movie on who's going to win. Uh, I, will, I, I, I want to. I got, I got King Kong smashing that lizard face all day. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm definitely Team Kong here. I would love a Kong win. I've always been a big Kong guy. Yeah. King Kong's where it's at. I think it's because in the early 2000s is when Peter Jackson's King Kong came out, and there was a Godzilla that came out in the 2000s when we were young, but uh, it wasn't I think it very good. Ninety nine, technically, but uh, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, I heard that movie wasn't. I think I started that movie when it was on like Netflix like years ago when it first got on Netflix or something like that. Don't remember liking it very much. Yeah, so I think that's why I grew up as a Kong fan. I think our generation tristan like i think people our age are more team king kong because we grew up with it more yeah i would think so i also just think the giant gorilla is cooler than a giant lizard i agree no i agree and i also just think he's more human i even watched both the originals and king kong has always had like an affection towards like women and like humans and always looking after them he kind of thinks that he's like the bigger brother while like godzilla you know, he's just a big-ass lizard killing stuff. He's pretty great, but I don't think he's as human or as connectable. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Yeah, so, you know, I'm, I'm a big monkey guy. So, uh, we got the first news here was about a bunch of movies push or a bunch of movies being delayed. Uh, we had James Bond, Uncharted, Ghostbusters, and Last Night in Soho. They're all pushed back, but... Of all the movies you get pushed back, Tristan, I don't care about any of those four because our film, Godzilla vs. Kong, is now pushed forward two months. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm happy we possibly get to see it sooner. I am worried that theaters in my area won't be open then, right? And I, I'm, I refuse to watch this on my TV on HBO Max. I will wait months to see this in theaters, right? I would much rather wait and watch this on a big screen in theaters the way, you know, the way it was intended to be watched, for sure. Um, especially for such, such a big action spectacle like Godzilla's King Kong hopefully will be. Um, plus, I don't think HBO Max is even in Canada, is it? Is it in Canada not yet? yet. No, it sounds like not they yet. want to get it started, but uh, it's still not happening, so who knows? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty spectacle to be in Canada come March anyway. So. But hopefully, if theaters are open by then, we can all go and see it safely in the movie theater. Um, if not... Hopefully it'll be in theaters for, I think it'll be in theaters for several months. Like I think Tenet was in theaters for like six months or something like that. So this will probably be in theaters until June. And I feel like come June or July or whatever, theaters will hopefully be open in my area and your area and stuff. 
Yeah, I'm with you. I want to watch it as soon as possible, but I definitely want to watch it in theaters. I haven't had yeah. A, yeah, I haven't had a theater experience since Onward. It's been a year almost. So Ooh. I need I need Godzilla and Kong in theaters. Yeah, I'm really excited. And this seems like a great movie to bring people back into the theaters with, you know, a big a big action spectacle like this. Um as far as the other movies getting delayed, I'm not too surprised. Um Obviously, things aren't opening up, I think, quite the way a lot of the movie people were wanting. Um, I don't think much, too many people are all that surprised by it. The Uncharted movie, I'm still questioning if it's ever coming out. Have you heard anything about that movie? Oh, I, I know Tom heard. Holland's the lead. That's it. I think that's it. Like, we know nothing about that movie. And there's been an Uncharted movie in the works for, like, several years now, hasn't there been? I think there's been, like, a, this has been a long road to even get to where we are now. Yeah, that movie. I believe the story is... That Uncharted was in the works for so long that I believe it was Mark Wahlberg was supposed to be the lead, and it took so long that now he's he sells a contract with the film, so he's now going to be the villain because he's too old to play the lead anymore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, and I'd be excited for a, yeah, an Uncharted movie as far as any video game goes. At least it's a plot-heavy video game, so it kind of makes sense for like a movie adaptation, whereas like Sonic and you know other Mortal Kombat and stuff don't have much of a plot. So, you know, making a movie adaptation of a video game with no plot is pretty difficult. Um, so Uncharted kind of makes sense. And Tom Holland's a great actor, so this, this could be all right. Yeah, no, I'm very um, pro Tom Holland. Uh, but Uncharted wouldn't be holding your breath because uh, they just announced that's pushed to 2022 now. So it's not even coming yeah, out this year. Yeah, like, once again, I am very hesitant like, on this movie ever coming out at this point. The new James Bond movie, uh, I, I don't really care. <laughs> um, oh, was that one night in soho was the other one and ghostbusters all four. Oh, i never really heard of one night in soho so i don't really have any sort of opinion on it i don't know about you like do you know much about that movie do you well it's you a, that one? yeah i don't know much about the actual film but it's an Edgar wright directed film oh okay so i do like him as a director i liked baby driver that was his most recent one and i've seen a few of his others so he's he's okay i don't love him as a director but like I'll always check out his movies, so I'm sure it's going to be good. Yeah, they're probably pretty pretty solid. Yeah. And then the last one there was the um, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters, right? I love Ghostbusters, like the original Ghostbusters. I'm not interested in this new one at all. I don't. Know. How about you? Did you see that new the new Alien the ghost thing that they showed from that movie? Was it Muncher or something like that? I haven't seen much about this movie. Uh, this might be a hot take. I'm not a big Ghostbusters guy. I just rewatched the first one a few months ago. Uh, right. it's, it's fine. It's 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 like I think I gave it a three. Like it's good. It's a good movie. See, I really enjoy the first Ghostbusters a lot. But the thing about the first Ghostbusters movie is a comedy first, like a, a sort of sci-fi horror thing second, right? And like this new one from what I've seen, it seems to be taking itself very very seriously. And it kind of, it seemed, at least the trailer I watched, I don't watch a lot of trailers, but I saw this one when it first dropped like a year and a half ago now, two years yeah, ago Yeah, it's now. been a while. It looks, it looks very serious. It looks like it, there's no humor in this movie at all. And that really worries me. Like Ghostbusters is supposed to be a comedy franchise. It's supposed to be funny and silly and goofy. But uh, yeah, the trailer looked real monotoned and serious and dark. Nah, and, I'm, not, I'm not for that. I'm not excited about that. In fairness, Ghostbusters has Paul Rudd, and I think he's going to be the comedic characters so i think there will be comedy i just don't know how much of a presence it's gonna have yeah that's fair that's fair 
Um, so I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic for that movie. Yeah, and they pushed um, that back to the end of November, so it's already edging out to almost 2022 already. Why wouldn't they, why wouldn't they push that back to October? Wouldn't that make the most sense for that movie? Like, why uh, yeah. was it ever not scheduled to be out in October? Yeah, I don't know why they didn't switch that in James Bond, because James Bond was in May, and it's now pushed to October. So you think yeah. Bond Ghostbusters should switch. And Bond can make sense for a late November, like a Christmas release sort of film. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I would have probably put Ghostbusters in, in, in October. But I think they're already movie. planning on moving Ghostbusters to 2022. I, I yeah, think. I feel like if, you know, when once theaters have opened back up full throttle and all the movies just dump their, you know, all the theater companies just dump all their movies right at the beginning, Ghostbusters is going to get lost in that shuffle. Ghostbusters ain't going to get, you know what I mean? Those people are going to watch that over the new James Bond or over... Black Widow and stuff like that. So I won't be surprised if Ghostbusters get pushed to like January, February, or some lame month. Yeah. So all these movies are getting pushed back. The uh, the only film that took a different route was Godzilla vs Kong, which is crazy. How yeah, it's about two months from now. Crazy. Exciting though, very yeah. exciting. And I believe the reason why it's pushed forward is because. HBO Max, or more like, or or more so, Warner Brothers. They made that crazy decision of having a brand new film coming out to HBO Max every month. And one of the big films that had a lot of controversy was Godzilla vs Kong because Legendary was not informed about this, and they paid for most of the film to be made. Yeah. So they. Yeah, Dune will be the next one that they'll probably have to strike a deal with. But they made a deal with Legendary, and they paid Legendary $250 million for them to put this on HBO Max. Yeah. This movie's worth it. This movie, this movie's worth that. Yeah. Small price to pay for salvation. Yeah, that's right. Which is crazy, because if you remember a few months ago... Netflix threw out an offer to Godzilla vs. Kong and said, hey, we will pay you guys $200 million to have this film on Netflix. And Legendary seemed fine with this. They're like, yeah, we'll take half. They would have split it with Warner Brothers. Legendary would get $100 million out of this, and Warner Brothers would get $100 million. And they're like, that's good with us. We'll take $100 million, put this on Netflix. We need to put this out somewhere soon. And Warner Brothers said no. They did the HBO Max. So instead of Warner Brothers getting $100 million, they are now spending an extra $250 million. So that's about $350 million profit just to make sure this gets on HBO Max. They really want this to work. Yeah, they're really going all in for this one. I don't know if this is ever going to pay off for them. This is really <laughs> yeah, this, a lot of money. this marketing, I don't know. I, I want this to work because I as a consumer, this is a dream come true. I, I just don't know. I just don't know what they're thinking. Yeah, I, this financially is not going to be a great decision. No, like they would have made like they sh- should have just bit the bullet and just dropped that one on Netflix and made a hundred million to help them out with the other films that they are dropping. I don't know. Maybe not. But you know, th- this is a exciting film. I don't know if it's because of the pandemic or what, but. I'm hearing a lot of buzz for this. I'm kind of hearing all around people are hyped for this movie. I don't know if it was the poster or the trailer that dropped on Sunday, but Quentin, I think it was I'm our. Hyped. We've been excited for this movie for a while now, and I think our excitement has finally just reached everyone else. Like, That's man, right. These guys are excited for this movie. It's got to be good. 
yeah, I like to give ourselves credit. I agree. Because, yeah, I'm yeah, stoked. I, I think we're really part of, you know, the thing back of this hype train for Godzilla vs. Kong. Um, we've been on this thing for a while now, being excited for it. Yeah, we have been on this hype for a while. It's, it's been a while. It's, it's probably my most anticipated movie of the year. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far, but it's definitely up there for me. It's my third favorite. I'm, I'm stoked for this movie. Yeah, this thing's going to be a blast. I'm hyped to see some CGI fight scenes. Let's do this. Yeah, it's going to be wild. It's going to be so bad. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah, everyone listening right now, they're like, are you kidding me, guys? The new James Bond movie? The new Ghostbusters movie? And you guys are hyped for two monsters fighting? What? Come on. Heck yeah. Hell yeah, we are. Yeah, we, we know what's up. Yeah, this is, this is going to be great. Yeah, like it's funny because No Time to Die was supposed to come out before Godzilla. It was set for late April, and Godzilla was slated for early May. And now Godzilla is late March, and Bond is now uh, October. So there you go. They know what the priorities are. Yeah, they're they're giving the people what they want. (laughs) At least us. So they know what we want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so... There you go. Godzilla vs. Kong. I'm excited to see what the film has in store. Uh, I'm excited. Even if it sucks, which it probably will be, uh, I'll, still, I'll still have a good time. Oh, it's going to be fun. It's, it's going to be amazing. Yeah, I'm an easy man to please. All right. So, Tristan, the other story here, the one that is probably the most popular this week, I'm sure you have seen it everywhere, and that's the Bernie Sanders meme. Oh, yeah. I've seen that one. Yeah. Uh, this kind of sparked up and just has continued going for about a week now it's been quite a while uh, i'm shocked that this is such a trending thing do you really understand why this is something that people love so much i don't even really get it i think it's just a funny pose you yeah know? yeah it's just, it's, it's just a funny photo it's just a funny picture yeah uh, people are really going all out though people are selling the mittens now they like crochet their own version of it yeah yeah they're he's rocking a nice pair of mittens i will say that that is true. They are pretty nice. I wouldn't mind getting them. He still looks very cold in the picture. So yeah, I don't know how well <laughs> yeah, That's true. I don't know how effective they are. The, I yeah. think it's because like, any, any Canadian will know that if you're cold, it's better put a hat on than mittens. And he's not wearing a hat in that picture. I noticed that. Yeah, His I ears agree. are probably real cold. I do think that's the biggest thing. He needed a toque. Yeah, he needed some he needed kind of hat, hat to warm his yeah. ears and warm his head, especially because he's, you know, he's balding a little bit. Uh, that would have helped a lot. He's balding quite a bit. <laughs> I don't think he's got much hair left. That's true, yeah. But yeah, yeah, I think that's why he was so cold. He wasn't wearing a hat. Yeah, probably. Um, so, you know, the mids probably did help. Just, you know, you need a toque there. Yeah, he's, he's rocking the mittens, though. Um, it's just a funny picture. He just looks very apathetic at being there. Yeah, yeah. Even though he had a mask on, you, you could tell he wasn't having the best time of his life. Well, also, like, I don't know when that picture was taken. If you look at, like, the full-size picture, you see people, like, walking up the stairs beside him. I could, it kind of got the vibe that it was, like, taken at, like, before anything started. He was kind of just waiting for shit to start, right? But I don't yeah. know when it was taken. So That's I just true. people, like, being mad at him for, like not caring about the inauguration or anything like that. I'm like, who cares? He's an old man in out with a blistering cold. Give him a break. Oh, yeah, no, I definitely did get the vibe that he was, like, being disrespectful. Yeah, the dude's freaking cold. Yeah, it's yeah, freezing out it's there. it's freaking freezing. Yeah, and it's also we are so what, used to being... 75? Yeah, and also we're so used to being quarantined in our house right now that we're not used to going outside in the cold, so the guy probably yeah. just wasn't ready for it. I wouldn't have been. 
<laughs> no, no, I haven't left my house in a year, so I, I couldn't even tell yeah. you what the wind feels like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so there you go. The, the Bernie Sanders meme, I definitely one that I thought was going to die within like a day or two, but it's still going. Yeah, the normies are really keeping that one alive at this point. Yeah, yeah the memes are really keeping it going. Speaking of a meme that was kept going for a while... We have an update on the Tiger King himself. Oh, yeah. Yes. So he was very upset at the late President Donald Trump because Donald Trump pardoned about 143, I want to say. I don't have the exact number here, people, but he did not pardon Joe Exotic. No. And Joe Exotic, he was really fighting for a while now. He was trying to get Trump to pardon him. Yeah. Um, and, and Trump did not pardon him. <laughs> yeah, I really thought uh, the homeboy would have come through for our guy, but yeah, Trump did not. Man. Now Netflix will never be able to make a sequel to Tiger King. Yeah, this really does suck, especially because I feel like the people that voted for Trump are also the people that really liked that documentary. So, like, you really thought that they would have had the same, like, they would have been on the same team here. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I was pretty 50-50 on whether he would get that, that a, uh, you know, pardon, but I guess not. Yeah. Yeah, I don't necessarily think he was going to get it. But, you know, I, I like to hold on hope for my boy, Joe Exotic. I was really hoping for that sequel. It would have been pretty funny if he did. Yeah, and that would have been a great first episode. Yeah, it really would have been. Yeah, so, you know, we he's, he's sentenced for 22 years in prison, I believe, what, we're now on the second year, so in 20 years we can have the sequel. He's only been in prison for two years? Uh, yeah, in 2019 was when he was sent to prison. Dang. So he just got there. Well, he's probably going to die before he actually gets out. <laughs> hey, no way, man. Joe Zotti can never die. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, there's a photo here of the letter he sent to Donald Trump. Uh, I'm not going to read it, but I just love the fact that he did send him a like, nice little love letter. Yeah. All right. Well, the other story we have here, one that I saw trending for a few weeks now. Uh, in the last two weeks, it's kind of been popping up a lot. I'm curious if I'm curious if you have heard of this, Tristan. The monkey tail beard. Have you heard of this? Yeah, it's sort of like I think like a goatee, but you shave about twenty five percent of it. It's. Kind of. I'm. You kind of got part of it. Yeah, it's like a goatee, but they, you shave off one end of it, so it kind of looks like it loops, but then you shave off one side of the beard, right? So then it kind of looks like it's a tail that's looping yeah, around. Yeah, it looks like it's coming from, like, your left ear around the right side of your mouth and then back over to, like, the left side of your mouth, but it doesn't go all the way down to connect, right? Yeah, exactly. Make it look like a, so like a swoosh, like a Nike swoosh sort of thing Yeah. on your face. Yeah, it kind of just looks like, um, yeah, like a nice little tail, like, moves around your face. I question if this is like a really a real trend. Yeah, you know, this is what I was gonna ask. In real yeah. life, rocking this, it's just a it's just a, a weird internet thing and not a real thing. Yeah, um, they said like I believe this story I have here in the article is like forty three crazy people that are doing this trend. Yeah, it's probably just like fifty people that took photos and it was trending for a bit because it's funny to look at. Also, if there's any time to have, like, a weird facial hair sort of thing going on, now's the time, because you're wearing a mask anytime you're not in your house anyways. That's true. That's true. If you're going to do something wild, you might as well do it now. 
Nobody yeah. would know. If you ever wanted a really bad sort of mustache or beard or something, now it's your shop, man. Yeah, there's nothing cool about this. It looks so weird. I don't think it it's looks appealing lame. at all. It looks terrible. Yeah, like it doesn't even look something to do for a joke. Like, I don't think it's funny looking. No, it's not like, a, like shaving to a handlebar mustache for a joke is kind of fun. Yeah, like, handlebar kind of mustache or yeah, some kind of funky beard or yeah. goatee or something. That'd look cool. This just looks plain dumb for those that haven't seen it. It just looks it. stupid. It looks like you're an idiot. Yeah, if you haven't seen those yet, just go to Google Images, type in monkey tail beard, and you'll see photos of it. It is quite a looker. I, I don't know. I'm curious if any of these people that have done it, of the 50 people on this list of the 50 people that are jumping on the monkey tail beard train, I'm curious as to how many of them have girlfriends. Because I don't know whose girlfriend would be like, yeah, you know what? Uh... I'll kiss a face that has this fucking thing. Yeah, it's going to be a tough sell for sure. Yeah, like you're really going gonna to have to sit down with your significant other and kind of pull out the PowerPoint and be like, okay, well, see, this is trending right now. And so if I post this, I'll get a few extra likes on my page. So please be okay with it. Because not, nothing about yeah, this. I probably wouldn't ask for permission. I would just go for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I think you should do it, Quentin. So yeah, I don't. Good. I don't think so. I think I'd be sleeping on the couch if I did those. I, I think you, it's worth it. <laughs> it's worth it. Look, well, it's see, a comfy enough couch. All right. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I do have got a comfy couch, but I'm just saying, like, yeah, it would be worth it if I thought it was cool or something fun to do. But man, I don't think I could look in the mirror once I had this on. No, it looks pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Like, yeah, if it looked cool, then sure, I'd do it. I, I, I like the couch. I have no issue with the couch. I just have an issue with uh, my own dignity at this point. You don't have any dignity left. <laughs> That's true. Well, I, I got a little bit left. I like to think it like I still have 2% of my dignity remaining. And I think spending it on this isn't worth it. I'm saving it for something else. Save it for something important, Dad. <laughs> yeah. If I'm going to waste my dignity, it's going to be on like another eight-hour podcast or something. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, uh, speaking of which, for those that don't know, last week we didn't do a Pop Topic podcast because we have the 2020 film ranking, which will be having the first part come out in two days, so that's exciting. But yeah, that's why we were uh, we skipped a week, because we had to uh, film an eight-hour podcast instead. It took forever. Yeah, uh, Andrew told, us, told me, Tristan, that uh, she, she will not do this again if she has to do it all in one night. I kind of like the one night grind, but I get it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the only thing is like, I think like the last 15 movies, we might be like a little drained and not be as enthusiastic. Yeah. I do like the grind, but uh, I, it's still a bit of a grind. If you do like one night, discuss 30 and then the next night discuss 30. Yeah. That's lame though. <laughs> lame though. Yeah, that, that's true. Uh, yeah, well, she'll go to bed. Then me and you will discuss the last thirty when we do it next. Yeah, she doesn't need to be there for all of it. Yeah, right? she just has to be there for the for the first part. Yeah, it's the best part, anyways. Yeah, exactly. We could even have it set up so her and Welling like take out. She goes to bed and oh. Welling jumps in and does the last half. Or should Welling do that? Who's better at shitting on movies? Who's better at praising movies? We want her taking the second half. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I'll, I think it depends on how far Welling's favorite movie goes. Because if it ends up not making it deep, then we'll have, like, whichever, he gets very passionate about his favorite film. So wherever that lands. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. 
Yeah, well, I got very passionate about The Lighthouse in 2019, and I imagine if you watch the movies this year, year? that was number three for him. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's fair. All right, and then the other story we have here, we uh, don't have too many big ones here, but we have two pretty interesting stories I want to break down with you. In a way, this will be the Everyman Award, Tristan, between these two stories. Uh, but it's it's like the opposite of the Everyman Award. We're gonna he- we're gonna decide here, chosen who's the worst person of these two. Oh, okay. Because yeah, I, I couldn't really find any great people this week. I could definitely find two horrible people. So the first one is we have a thief who breaks into a car and steals it. And while he's driving away, he realizes that there's a forty year old inside the car with him. So he drives back to the store, takes the child and walks into the store and scolds the mother for keeping her child in the car because that's unsafe. And then after scolding her, he walks out and steals the car. You know what? I think he did the right thing here, okay? (laughs) Also, I feel like we hear about like every every so often some guy steals a car and ends up being a kid in the back. That happens like once a year, I swear. (laughs) This happens all the time. More than you would probably like to think. But I am... Which is just an, another of the long list of reasons why you shouldn't keep your kid in a car. Um, mind you, it is January now, so depending on where this is located, it's probably not that hot. That's for not that big of a risk leaving your kid in a car. Like if you leave a kid in the car here, maybe hypothermia might be a bigger risk than a uh, the, the heat truck or whatever the technical term is for leaving them in a car in the summer. But yeah, it's always just a bad thing to do. Yeah. Um, and I watched the uh, few minutes of the interview that they had here on the website, and the mother is not taking fault for any of this. She is the victim here. She is crying that she just made a short decision that she isn't proud of, but how horrible of a person that thief is for taking the car and her little boy and then coming back and telling her that she's the bad guy when clearly he's a monster. So well, he's clearly look. Like, that's, like, look he's, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He's, oh, here. he's stealing a fucking car. Oh yeah, yeah. He's stealing so, a car. Um, yeah. Yeah. This, I mean, I think I think this is just. I don't know. A lot of bad people, maybe. Like he screwed up. At least he did the right thing and brought the kid back. All right. He's like, look, I'm stealing a car. I ain't stealing no kid. Like that's not my game here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he, he, I guess he did the right thing there. Yeah. But exactly, this is not the Everyman Award. This is, we're here to figure out who's the worst man award. So we're not praising this guy. He's definitely a horrible person. I just think it's hilarious that, exactly, he came in for one mission, Tristan. He walked in with his target on sight, get a car, and get the fuck out. And when he took that car and realized, wait a second, there's a child in here. Mission abandoned. We are dropping this child off. This is not part of the mission. Yeah, exactly. So I appreciate that he he wasn't going to take this a step forward. He went back and at least dropped the kid off. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, which now they know what he looks like, so I'm surprised I haven't found him yet. He's still to be found. Yeah, that's... Well, if he was wearing a mask, he should be during a pandemic. Then it'd probably be pretty tough to tell. That's true. That's true. That's a good point. Uh, at least, yeah, they don't have too much information. They know roughly his age and that he's a white male. So they kind of really I mean, narrowed yeah. it. Yeah, they really nailed it. All right, so we can move on to the other individual here who we're not here to praise, but another crazy individual where we have a confused and jealous wife who stabs her husband 
because she saw some photos of him with another woman, but little did she realize until after she stabbed him that it was just old photos of her a few years ago. No way. I thought you were going to say it would be like his sister or his cousin, right? So he's clearly not cheating with her. But no, it was her. <laughs> yeah, her yeah. Of her. Yeah. Yo, this is, this is way crazier than the kidnapping <laughs> of by accident. This is That's wild. Yeah, yeah. So this woman was looking, saw some photos of this guy's wallet or whatever. I don't know where she found these photos. Opens them up and goes, oh, this motherfucker's cheating on me. He's got yeah, this gorgeous yeah, woman in his hands. And then stabs him. And goes, bro, it's you. <laughs> this, this could easily become part of a Lifetime movie. I could see this. Yeah, it would be pretty good. Yeah, so That's... quite a plot twist there. I, I would love it if then they like look at the photos again and she just has a double take. She's like, those are not the same photos. That's me. No way. Yeah. No way. Yeah, that'd be well, great. Actually, I don't think, as you mentioned, Quentin, neither one of these two people deserve the Everyman Award. But I know who does. Oh, Even yeah. I saw a news story this week of someone who easily, without a doubt, deserves the Everyman Award. He truly is a hero for the Everyman. Perfect. This was a 12-year-old boy who got his DJ equipment confiscated from him for hosting a rave in the boys' bathroom at his, at his elementary school. He invited all the grade five boys to go to the boys' bathroom, and he hosted a rave there. He set up his DJ equipment and hosted a rave in the bathroom. That's awesome. Yeah, it's great. And then some snitch told the, the you know the teachers and the administrative staff, and they took his they took his DJ equipment away. That sucks. Time, that kid sucks. Right at a time when the world is thirsting for live music, live entertainment, this young twelve year old boy took it upon himself to host a concert in the boys' bathroom. He truly is a hero for the everyman. Yeah, no, definitely clear winner there. That's great. How. Yeah, he just decided to uh, set up a rave. Exactly. Now there's been no music, no concerts lately due to the pandemic. So he took it upon himself to give uh, to give the people what they want. Yep. Appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. You really, really made lemonade out of lemons. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like how he set it up in the bathroom too. Not some like classroom that nobody was using. Just no. Nope, let's go straight yeah. to a bathroom. Go go to the bathroom. The boys' bathroom. That's a good way to do it. Uh, it must be a big bathroom, or it would have just been a rave of like him and his three buddies. I mean, if you really like, if you could probably squeeze a good number of people to an advertised bathroom, that like I don't know. This obviously wasn't a university. My university, there was like this one, a couple of these bathrooms that were absolutely ginormous. Like most bathrooms were normal size, but there were two that were like probably like old classrooms just turned into a bathroom. They're massive. Yeah. So if it was something like that, maybe it could work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a few universities. In my university, there was a few places that were pretty big-looking bathrooms. But I think overall for high school or elementary, you said, I feel like it's our bathrooms then. Maybe like a junior high or middle school of some sort. I think this was in the UK, so I, I don't quite know yeah, how their school system works. But Yeah. I, do, I have a friend in UK. Should I text him right now and see if we can get an answer before the podcast? Ask him how big are the UK elementary school bathrooms? I'm going to assume they're probably pretty small, I would think. Because when I think of, like, UK buildings, like, they're all pretty old, right? Because obviously a very old country. So in typically old buildings have smaller bathrooms and stuff. And that's because back then people were skinnier, right? They didn't have McDonald's? Um, I don't think that's quite. I think they're the same <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding, yeah. Yeah, but uh, really, I really wish this uh, this jealous wife stabs that kid that decided to snitch on that DJ rave there. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, screw that guy. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. no one likes him. Way to ruin the no. rave. Do you, do you think the kid just really had to go to the washroom? He walked in. He just got. He just walked in and went, "Oh no, fuck this shit! I got to take a uh, shit." Or maybe no one even snitched. Maybe they just heard the music. Yeah, I, I was okay. So you didn't actually say that someone snitched. They just said that they came in and ruined it. Yeah, we said he got caught. So I, I assumed someone snitched. Oh, Somebody okay. Okay, because when he first started telling the story, my assumption was, okay, well, they definitely got found out because they could fucking hear the rave from outside. Yeah, it's probably pretty loud. Yeah, so I imagine that might have been the cause then. All right, so no reason to send out the jealous wife. We should be fine. Yeah, no one wants to snitch on a rave. Even I, who don't, who doesn't like music, uh, I, I'd be all for a rave in a bathroom. That'd be great. Yeah, it'd be a blast. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, the the jealous wife and the thief that stole the car. They were no match, Tristan, for the superior <laughs> UK boy that set up a rave. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so. There you go. Uh, I don't really have too many other stories here, Tristan. Even though we took a week off, there wasn't too much to discuss. Uh, actually, there's one more story here, and that is Christopher Nolan. Did you hear that Christopher Nolan has come out to a new source and said that he is no longer going to be working with Warner Brothers? He's now going to work with a new partner. I didn't, but this isn't too surprising. We knew he was real mad about this Warner Brothers deal. Um, so it's not really all that shocking. Yeah, I do think it's still kind of shocking, though. Like, I, Obviously, it makes sense because of the whole issue that they've had, and he was very against their HBO Max decision. But this is a partnership that has been going on through Inception, through Dark Knight, through Interstellar, through all of Nolan's highs. Warner Brother was there to help him out and give him the funds he needs every single yeah, time. Yeah, they did. I think he only ever did like one movie without them. Like, aren't all of his movies were with Warner Brothers? Yeah, um, and especially all of his big ones, all the ones where he needed the budget, he got it. Yeah, all of his big ones were also for sure. Um, I don't know. It'd be interesting. I also interested to see if Danny Villeneuve will, will take any action like this. Also, right? you know, he also wasn't very happy about yeah, it. Yeah, he all he definitely spoke out strong against it. My only mm-hmm. thing is Dune. Is all they already have a contract to have a part two for Dune? Like it's a two part film, right? Oh, is it? I don't know that. Yeah. So Dune is such a vast story, and David Lynch already made a Dune film decades ago, and didn't do so well. And the big criticism was there's just too much to fit in one story. So Villeneuve has always had it. Just he's always had it slated to have a two part film for it. So yeah, this is part one of like a part two story. Oh, okay. So I'm sure Villeneuve would love to leave, but I think he's under contract to do the second one. Probably, it's not probably then, eh? Yeah. So who knows? Maybe he'll get out of it and they'll have someone else do part two, but Villeneuve also loves the Dune story, so I'm sure he wants to do it. So I think it's it, that's a weirder relationship. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but what I was going to talk about with Nolan is I'm curious to hear this concept, Tristan, where he spoke out and said that he will not work with them. It's hard for him to trust them uh, after what they've done, but he doesn't really necessarily need to make the statement right now. He's not about to be in the works to make a film anytime soon since Tenet just came out. He's probably going to be working on a script soon for a while. So is he saying this to make HBO, or sorry, to make Warner Brothers come out with like an offer, like, hey, we'll give you more creative freedom or more money for your next project? Or is he saying this statement so other companies are now going to come up to him and make him some offers. 
Probably more realistically the second one, I would think. Like I said, if he's already at the beginning stage of, of a movie, I feel like one of the first th- few things to do after you have your script is find out the production company, right? How are you going to make this happen? Um, so if he's already at that stage or even getting somewhere close to that stage, he's going to need to let people know that like, he's looking for a new production company, right? He doesn't want to be with Warner Brothers. That and also, he said this was during an interview, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's also just possible the interviewer asked him, what's your relationship with Warner Brothers? Are you going to do another movie with them? And what's he supposed to say then? Just wait to say his what he, he already knows he's going to say later, or just say it now. He's probably going to say it now anyway. Oh, right? sorry, like by interview. Oh, sorry, by interview. I just mean like it came out in an article, but he like dropped the statement. Oh, no one asked him. He just threw it out there. Yeah, it, he didn't actually sit down. Like he just dropped that statement, and that was it. There wasn't a full on discussion. So then, yeah, you're probably right. It's probably just letting other production companies know. Hey, I'm on, I'm looking for someone else to work with. If I'm the kind of guy you want to work with, hit me up. Which makes sense. He kind of wants to make something more official. Yeah, it's sort of like that pose that girls make after they get out of a relationship. You know, it's clear them they're single and ready to mingle sort of pose. <laughs> yeah. Just like, hit me up in front of my DMs if you want. Yeah, so this um, is Nolan's photo of him in the bathroom with his duck lips and his butt. This is his thirst trap, you know? That's yeah. what this is, yeah. Hey, he's kind of letting the them know, hey, I'm interested, you know, I'm, I'm ready to go. Buy yeah. me a few drinks, let's go, baby. Finally got out of a long relationship. If you ever had anything you want to say to me, say it now, you know, sort of yeah. thing, like. Yeah, I was in a relationship with Warner Brothers for over a decade. Uh, I got fucked in the ass yeah. this year, and I'm ready to go. Let's, let's do yeah, this. it turns out he was cheating on me the whole time. Yeah, yeah, he's a lying scumbag that went to a streaming service. He went to yeah. Uh, so no, that makes sense. Uh, do you want to make any bets here as to what service, you, to what company you think he's going to be working for? I have no idea, honestly. You got to think of probably like a bigger company because obviously he likes budgets in his films. Yeah, it needs um, to be a big one. It's a tough one. Warner Brothers was really the perfect one for him. Universal, maybe? Yeah, I was thinking Universal, but Universal just this year did that kind of scumbaggy move with Trolls World Tour against movie theaters. He's very into movie theaters. I don't know if he's a big fan of that either. Yeah, I mean, the only big... Like production company I can think of that's pretty much made a stand. I think they never quite said it. Like pro movie theaters, that's been Disney. Like they 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 haven't put any of their movies really on the streaming service except for few and far between. The ones they have are all have always been family movies, right? Like Onward, Soul, Mulan. They've always been more of their family, not their big budget. Like you know, Black Widow is the big example. Yeah. Um, but I can't see them working with Disney. Like you know, what I mean, they're just no, very different. because yeah, uh, Disney is the one that is very pro movie theater. So it's the one I thought of first. But Disney's also very against creative control. They've never given a director control. Like, they've never thrown yeah. a budget to somebody and said, you can do whatever you want. Like, we trust you. And that's what Nolan wants. He doesn't want any restrictions. Yeah. And Disney's very restrictive. So I have no idea where he's going to go. Yeah, I was interested to hear your thoughts. Those were the same companies I was thinking. You mean, like, Paramount? Uh, yeah, Paramount needs to have something. I'd par- actually, Paramount may not be too bad of an idea, except they did just announce Paramount Plus. Have you heard of this? Uh, sort of, I think, yeah. Yeah, uh, crazy that they are now going to have their own streaming service. Uh, too many. I-, I thought we were finally gone through all the streaming services, but no, nope, we got Paramount Plus, which I think is hilarious because it's literally just Disney Plus's name, but with their company. Yeah. Yeah, which, you know, is better than HBO Max, at least. Yeah. And Peacock. HBO Max wasn't a very good name. No, HBO Max has always been a bad name because your first thought is HBO and not Warner Brothers. Yeah. Well, that, and they already had HBO Go and HBO Now, 
Exactly. HBO Max kind of sounds like sort of the same thing. It just felt like it was their new app name, right? It didn't sound like it was a brand yeah. new streaming service. Uh, yeah, it was a brutal name. And then Peacock's dumb. So, you know, I guess, you know, Paramount Plus, that's fine. Plus yeah, there's a lot of streaming services companies. now. I'm curious to see how many make it. I am too. Uh, another one that I think is interesting is the Apple Plus. I feel like I've been very down on that service, but I kind of don't mind their method. I feel like they throw out three or four new contents every year, and they're always big hits. Like, I feel like they've had some good stuff, so... If they keep working on having a good, solid library of content, I feel like that might be one that might last a bit longer. I don't have much faith in them, but they just released Wolf Walkers, which was one of the best films of 2020. You'll see it on a ranking soon. But uh, they're also releasing Cherry in a few months, which you know I'm, I'm kind of excited for, kind of. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that's one know. you're excited for, Cherry, right, Trist? For me? Are you excited for Cherry? I feel like that's one that's more your thing. I know legitimately nothing about the movie except Tom Holland is in it. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, um, there you go. That's all you need. Which, yeah, I'll probably check it out when it comes out. Only the Russo Brothers also directed it. Oh, well, shit. That sounds pretty good. Um, Yeah, I stay away from, obviously, as much news as possible about that kind of stuff. I'd be surprised when I watch a movie, you know? Oh, you didn't want to know Russo's um, directed? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, no, not like directors and actors don't fucking matter. I think Apple Plus is pretty good. I still wish they had more content. I, I'm not subscribed to them, but I, will, I think I might eventually join them if they continue getting good stuff. Depends on how good Cherry is and whatever else they're having out this year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel this is going to get really tough. I feel like Apple Plus is probably an easy one to overlook. Yeah. Because they have a small amount of content. Yeah, the um, two that seem like they're not going anywhere, Netflix and Disney. Uh, Amazon Prime, just because it's connected to Amazon. I think those are the yeah, three Amazon Prime's the one that everyone kind of just has, only because they already have Amazon Prime, so they are they get that too. Yeah. Um. So those three are probably the three biggest ones for sure. No, I agree. So, hard to break into that three, which uh, <laughs> HBO Max is trying. If you have learned anything from this entire podcast, it's HBO Max is doing anything they can to be one of those big dogs. Yep. Yeah, so uh, even at the expense of Nolan. I'm very curious to figure out where Nolan's going to go next. I have no idea. I thought, yeah, Warner Brothers was really their perfect, his perfect option. So, yeah, maybe Paramount, that might be a good way to go. Who knows? Because it definitely has to do with the budget. He wants the budget, so I don't know. Or maybe he'll go back into doing smaller films, which honestly I think would be really exciting. Hey, I'd be down for it. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the smaller films. And I think Nolan does a lot of interesting concepts with films that would still work for a small budget movie. He doesn't need to have all the flashy action stuff. Not really my thing. Yeah, exactly. So no, I would definitely be into anything Nolan does. I'd be interested. I'm a, I'm a fan of Nolan. Nolan's first film, Following, I believe it's called. I haven't seen it yet, but that's on Criterion, by the way, Tristan. So even oh, yeah, his I've older stuff is good. Have you seen it? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen all of his movies. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought you only saw, like, most of them. Nope. I've seen everyone. Um, yeah, that was for sure one of the smaller movies. Insomnia would have been his first big one that came out after that. Yeah. Um, yeah I've seen very little of his. I think I've seen the Dark Knight movies, Tenet, and Inception. That's it, baby. I mean, that's like half of them. That's true. Yeah, he hasn't made that much. Yeah. I like when directors have only made 10 movies. I feel like that's a perfect 
amount to do a ranking for a podcast. And that's just a perfect amount amount if you just want to binge a director's filmography in like a month. It's a nice quick binge. Yeah, that's what I did with Christopher Nolan with my first year of university or something yeah. like that. And I went back and watched all of the older stuff that I haven't seen. Yeah, I did it with Wes Anderson and Fincher, and I'm going to do it with, obviously, like Tarantino and Nolan and all those other filmmakers. I'm doing it with yeah. Villeneuve at the end of the year before Dune. Oh, yeah. And I believe he's only made seven. So, yeah, film uh, filmmakers that have only made a handful perfect uh the one like the ones that i'm kind of dragging my foot with is kind of like scorsese who's a fantastic director and is really one of the greatest of all time overall he's made like oh my gosh so many so it's kind of a hard one to really tackle yeah scorsese's made a lot kubrick's made quite a bit yeah spielberg's made a fuck ton yeah even uh, hitchcock i'm a big hitchcock fan i've seen a lot of them Uh, it's still a lot to go through hitchcock's made a lot yeah is that not how it feels, Tristan? There's some that have made about five to ten, and then there, everyone else has made about twenty-five or more. Like, there's nobody yeah. that's made fifteen. Yeah, none of them are. Yeah, none of them made like fifteen. No. Yeah, it is kind of weird how that works out. All right. Well, that is everything for Pop Topic. We'll finally wrap it up here and have a fantastic week, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah.